When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Everything is Black and White podcast post Watford. We're just on the A1 on the way home, I'm sorry, the M1 on the way home. Uh, Ian Buis, photographer, is driving at the moment. Chris Woff here, NFC Raya, and chief football writer Lee Ryder. Here we've just seen Newcastle draw 1 1 against Watford at Vicarage Road. Um, as a goal from Salomon Rondon during the first half that gave them the lead. Very well worked move Christian Atsu in the middle turned Will Hughes went away spread play out the left Matt Ritchie with a lovely cross for Salman Rondon to head in the net and Newcastle looked quite good for the next 40-50 minutes held on but Watford brought on Troy Deeney in the second half went a bit more direct and eventually Abdelay Decore equalised in the 82nd minute and to a certain degree a draw was possibly a fair result although Newcastle and Benitez felt that they should have probably won the game. Lee, what was your overall assessment? And do you think Newcastle bounced back well following the 4-0 hammering they took at the hands of Liverpool? Although, given the, the Arsenal result, which, you, which we've just heard at Anfield, it probably wasn't the worst possible result it could have been. Yeah, I think, you know, we'll reflect on it. You know, as we're halfway up the road now, I think you reflect on it as a point gained in some ways. Uh, could have been three. Not saying it couldn't have been three. Um, Newcastle were very, very good at times today. For two thirds of the game, they were probably the best I think I've seen them play for a while. Just sadly, haven't got that that killer touch to to see off a game. Uh, the best sides would have won that one because they'd have taken one of the chances uh, and put the game beyond doubt. Newcastle weren't able to do that, they left the door open um, Watford was strong enough when they bought Dekure in, Troy Deeney on, that changed the game a little bit because it gave them a lot more muscle around the park and obviously Dekure got, got the equaliser um, slightly sloppy defending but Newcastle you know, held on they, they got, seen the game out and got a point um, so probably probably a point gained You know, the further we get up the road it seems like a better point and as you say they played well in spells Rafa again played with a back three it was sort of like a 5-4-1 almost in defence but then in attack split again to more of a 3-4-3 Matt Ritchie and Yedlin very much attacking whenever Newcastle had possession they would bomb forward Atsu and, and Perez had almost a free roll um, and, and Atsu certainly first half looked the best I think he has done in a Newcastle shirt for a long while looked creative then there was Hayden and Diarmi in the middle um, and then and I think that Rafa in a lot of ways was trying to cover for the fact that Shelby was only fit enough for the bench came on later on and Key's gone and he wanted to, to give a bit more creativity so I think that's why he played Atsu and Perez in the roles he did but what did you make of Atsu's performance Lee because this season since he had that operation in the summer he struggled to hit the heights but certainly for the first goal and also for a couple of other chances he looked like he was starting to show a bit of flair that Newcastle really need Yeah I think Atsu really um for me, it was 
you know, today was one of his best games he's had for a long time. Uh, one of his best games for Newcastle, in fact. They kind of had him in a tucked inside position where not not quite a free roll, but you know the chance to to have that bit of creativity, which led to the goal. A uh, couple of other good runs. I liked it when he outlept his marker and won the ball. Went over someone twice the size of him to win the ball. Uh, I, I think all round it was quite a good display. Uh, the start of the season in pre-season, I was over in Portugal and he was saying how good he felt after that operation and he did feel this was going to be his season uh, it hasn't worked out that way he ha- hasn't really had as, as many chances as he thought he would he hasn't been in the team as much as he thought he would he hasn't bought the goals and the assists to the table like he said he would uh, And t- but today you know, he was, a, he was a big part of that and uh, he was rested uh, over the festive period for this game and I think today um, he was pretty pretty much spot on and uh, I, th- I think he'd be very harsh if he finds himself out of the starting eleven for the Man United game. You say about how he's rested at Liverpool, one of the things that Rafa's done in recent weeks is possibly not played wingers all the time, but the players that you would associate as wingers uh, haven't all, have been in and out of the side. Uh, Murphy hasn't even been in the squad at some point. Atu wasn't even in the squad on Wednesday at Liverpool. And the one today, the big talking point, was Kennedy. He's been dropped a couple of times recently. He was left out of the squad entirely for the game today. It wasn't. It was tactical. It was not an injury. Uh, he asked Rafa right after the game, and he said yes. It was. It was to do uh, with personnel. It was to do with how he wanted to play. And he has a chance to get back in the team for Man United. But it, it's. Is an interesting one given that the January transfer window is coming up. Uh, Kennedy is on loan at the moment, hasn't hit the height of last season, and really, Rafa, I think, is is trying to get the best out of him, is and, and basically giving him a kick on the backside. Is that how you read the situation, Lee? Do you think this was basically uh, Rafa saying to Kennedy, "If you want to play in my team, you're going to have to start performing again"? Yeah, I think we're at the halfway point of the season now, and Rafa's he's made some big calls. Um, in general in the last last couple of days obviously to publicly declare Rob Elliott is available uh, is another one of them because it's basically it's almost like a, a warning that what you've done in the first half of the season isn't up to scratch where um, Kennedy as well half the player we saw last season really when he arrived he wasn't even fully fit uh, but he was still one of the outstanding performers this season he is fully fit and he's, he's been pretty poor uh, obviously good cross against Bournemouth but I kind of think of anything off, off hand um, in recent weeks I mean uh, yes he did score uh, at Man United as well didn't he uh, in the 3-2 but generally that's not a great contribution for a player who's got so much talent because it is there he is one of Newcastle's if not Newcastle's most talented player on, on his day uh, so, I think it is. Yeah, it's a it's a little wake up call for him. Um, it's how he responds to this now. If he goes further into his shell, then you know could could well see could well be the end of him one way or the other. Whether Rafa's uh, has something else lined up and he would terminate the loan and bring someone else in, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But certainly, if he doesn't perform well in the the sort of first 10, 12 games of twenty nineteen. You know, there's no way Newcastle are going to pay the the crazy figures that have been bandied about for him. What was it? 
25, 30 million or something like that. That is not a 25, 30 million pound player you're seeing out there at the moment. So, so a bit disappointing that he's, he's dipped that far. But you know, Rafa isn't afraid to make the big decisions. He made one today. Um, the players who came in instead of Kennedy did well. So it was a, probably the correct decision. Another big call he made during the week was not to start Rondon at Anfield. He got a bit of criticism for it because Hosloo missed a couple of opportunities that maybe Rondon would have scored. But he has, after the game, said, "Look, I didn't play uh, Hosloo in midweek. I played Hosloo in midweek. Sorry, because I, th- I had a game plan. I thought I needed fresh legs there. I wasn't just keeping Rondon for Watford. But regardless of reasoning for that, it worked today." Uh, someone who had a slow start of the season due to injuries now has five goals and I think it's his last eight games uh, has helped Newcastle win nine points during that time and really today for me I thought he was excellent his all-round game he held up the ball well had a couple of other opportunities brought his teammates into play led the line just occupied defenders and, and really I think that we're starting to see now why Rafa wanted to sign Rondon during the summer and that really is justified his decision to have spent the entire window chasing him Yes, it was it was easily his best game for Newcastle today <clears throat> he saw a lot of the ball uh, I think he had 53, 54 touches in total uh, but he won absolutely everything in the air I mean it was it was almost like he was, every, everything just dropped into place from the day um, the way he was controlling the ball laying it off I think at one point you actually seen him almost tackle his own player when he took the ball off Diame's toes and Diame was almost as if to say yep go on take it you're having a great game uh, so I think he done really well obviously haven't had the benefit of seeing the the two offside goals the two disallowed goals be interesting to see how close they were uh, but the goal he scored he took it tremendously well uh, could have had a couple more as I say um, throughout the game but fully justified bringing him in on loan um, it was one Rafa had to fight for as you say uh, he's bored didn't want to bring Rondon in they believed he was, he didn't fit the criteria of the club but I tell you what if you take those goals away from the table that Rondon scored then Newcastle um, would be in a very sorry state at the moment so I think there's more, probably more to come from him. Um, I think you'll get double figures, but I think again, when the summer comes, I still don't think Newcastle will will shell out um, the 16, 17 million that they'll probably be asked to pay for him. Uh, whether Rafa's here or not, I don't know. In the summer, but we'll have to wait and see because um, you know this season. They've needed a goal scorer. They've needed number nine. They've got one. They've got one in the grasp. Um, but again, it's like typical Newcastle. Will they go on and do something decisive, or will they go back to the drawing board? It, there's so many questions at the moment, um, and, and there's not enough answers. And another player who Rafa had a fight for in the summer and got on the final day of the window was Federico Fernandez. He's been excellent so far this season. Did have an injury earlier in the month and went off at half time in this game with was a hip injury went down just before the interval and was clearly struggling and received treatment on the pitch Cher came on for the second half and although played okay I think Newcastle lacked uh, the leadership and calmness that Fernandez brings 
he be, he's going to be a major doubt for Man United on Wednesday now. So, Lee, what would you do in terms of changes for that game? Obviously, with Fernandez in mind, but also, is there are there any other alterations you would make with that huge game against Manchester United in St James's Park on Wednesday? Yeah, well, first of all, yeah, it's a massive blow. Fernandez being ruled out. I was quite surprised actually when you asked Rafa the question in the press conference what his injury was. I was quite surprised when he said he's got a hip injury because he went off holding his back, didn't he? And I thought I thought it could be something really, really bad, which is going to rule him out for a long time. But if it's just a knock to the hip, then maybe you know he will miss Man United game, but he'll be back soon. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, Sure, Fabian Sher was probably unlucky not to start the game anyway today. Uh, so I think Newcastle can probably get by for Man United with Lascelles and Sher, no problem on that score. Would I make any other big changes? You know, you're looking at that bench and there's, there's not too many options on there. I think Murphy would be someone I'd like to see get another another chance, but I wouldn't drop Matt Ritchie after today. Uh, as you say, Atsu was fantastic. Um, whether he plays any kind of mind games with Kennedy, puts him on the bench and tells him to go out there and prove himself, you know, lay on it in a game that Kennedy should be kicking his door down to play in because it's against Man United, whole world will be watching, um, live TV, all that kind of thing. These players should be desperate to do well in this game. So I think whatever team he picks will be fired up and hopefully they can get a massive result that would start 2019 off in spectacular style and just looking ahead that game one final question obviously we went to Old Trafford in October Newcastle took a 2-0 lead we know what happened in the end 3-2 defeat but at that time Manchester United went a bit of turmoil Jose Mourinho there was rumours he was going to be sacked before that game he ended up lasting another couple of months but we know now he's gone Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has come in won his first two games Man United team a, a different club almost he's come in he's brought in that ethos about attacking football the Man United fans always talk about it. bringing through youngsters he's talking about playing more of them Newcastle, uh, Man United have almost seemed liberated in the last couple of games so it's going to be a very different challenge uh, to the one Newcastle faced earlier in the season do you think that Rafa Benitez will have been looking at them closely and do you think he recognises that this is a completely different Manchester United team and it will be a very different challenge to one Newcastle faced early in the season? I think the shackles are totally off Man United now. That clearly something wasn't right with Mourinho. Uh, for all that, when Newcastle were tuned up in that game, they still managed to emerge with, with nothing. This game is almost like a different Man United arriving on Tyneside because, as I say, they're carefree now. Uh, they've got a manager who's come in and he'll be really gentle with them. He's calmed all the egos down. They're a dangerous outfit again. Um, there's not, nothing stopping them from getting a big win at Newcastle because they've got exceptional, world-class players who Newcastle just, you know... They match them up, you know, price by price. They're just on a different, uh, on a different scale. So this game's going to be very tough. Uh, you know, you look at Newcastle against Liverpool the other day. You know, the, the the difference was unbelievable between the sides. Really, this this game, 
the atmosphere should be decent. Um, the players are have got their confidence restored after the game at Watford. So hopefully they can do enough to, to grind out performance and maybe get something. But you know, as I say, if they could, you know, if Man United do end up having a bad day for some reason and Newcastle are at the absolute maximum then they could scrape a narrow win so we'll have to wait and see but it's a fantastic game to start uh, 2019 I agree and it would be huge if Newcastle could start it with a positive result uh, but from all of us at Chronicle Live uh, I hope you have a happy new year thank you very much for listening throughout 2018 make sure you tune in to the website over the next few days with all the reaction to the, the Watford game and build up to that huge Man United match